Hello, this is John Renaud, and you're listening to the Mobile Radio Carnival via the CEF.world. Check us out, Uncommon Genius for the Common Types. Hey, this is Matt Forbes, and you're listening to the Mobile Radio Carnival with your host, John Renaud. I like that. You even did that little French nuance. A little uh, carnival. Yeah, huh? baby. <laughs> Let's, you want to try one All-American? No, I think you got it right, brother. Right. I am really excited to talk to you today, Matt. You're like one of my favorite singers ever. Oh, uh, stop. You sing in a style that's not natural to me or innate to me in any way, <laughs> but you're very, very good at it. I get uh, to hear you at the Dresden. Kind. That's right. Um, and I guess, really, I would like to start off just talking about, I know you're Canadian, and I'd like you to just tell uh, people where you're from and what's up with that. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I grew up on the east coast of uh, Canada. Yeah. In, uh, Nova a? Sc- no, <laughs> a? A? Uh, in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is a great old port city right on the Atlantic. And uh, no, an amazing place to grow up. I mean, it's, it's mostly winter. Yeah. <laughs> but in the four minutes we get summer, you know... Uh, would be doing a lot of theater and and uh, taking in a lot of theater and, and music and things like that in the summertime. A, a really great right. art scene for a small town. And uh, now, very happy Canadian childhood. Oh, uh, that's very cool. Yeah, supportive parents. Very cool. Not pushing me into the arts, but but certainly not uh, impeding me. You gravitated to the arts. I gravitated towards the arts. Yeah. So not only are you a singer, mm-hmm. you're an actor as well. Yeah, it's funny. The... Um, the music and the acting always kind of went hand in hand right. in a way. Um, from the time I was really young, my parents, um, uh, who would be you know of your generation, right. you know, um, but definitely on the younger side of, of a lot of my friends' parents, were listening to all top forty and and seventies, uh, eighties rock. So I, I was brought up on all that stuff. But they also had a healthy dose of Sinatra and the Beatles. Oh and, wow! And uh, some of that that retro vintage stuff. Yeah. Um, that they just you know dubbed great music so um i think that that probably had an effect at an early age and i just started this appreciation for those crooners like like frank and dean and bobby darren yeah um it wouldn't be till later that i i kind of understood that world uh and uh and but yeah always kind of it is kind of a it is kind of a departure from the contemporary in a way it's its own thing you know in the 60s obviously it was part of the thing right Right, but uh, it it has c- kind of faded and come back, faded and come back. Yeah, it never really goes away, and right. those uh, those standards, most of which are written kind of in the from the twenties to the forties, early fifties. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just keep getting rediscovered and reinvented and and uh, reimagined, uh, which which is one of the great gifts of them, I guess. Yeah, you can, you can <laughs> do them a million different ways, and people go, oh, I hadn't heard it that way before. Yeah, so. I've heard you do uh, some very, very interesting. <laughs> we'll get into that sure. in a little bit, but yeah. I've heard you do very unique arrangements mm. of the standards and kind of bringing them to life in a, a way that's unique to yourself, contrary to well, what. Uh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> some of the goofballs at the Dresden might oh, Lord, yeah. impart upon you, but we'll get into that oh, as sure, well too, because yeah, that's a healthy beautiful, cri- <laughs> healthy criticism. That's yeah. a beautiful from subject. <laughs> but so, did you go from? Um, a kid who was in this house that supported music or uh you know was was appreciative of music yeah. into like school theater is that yeah, what happened yeah it uh i guess it i got bitten by the bug when i was uh, uh about 12 you know every, i think probably not unlike yourself you know you get 
called out to audition for some school play or pageant right. or review. And for me, it was The Wizard of Oz. And, uh, you know, being a, a, a total ham, I yeah. went for The Cowardly Lion and and, uh, and I got it. And, nice. Uh, but at that point, I didn't really know I could sing or carry a tune and and, uh, and neither did my family. And then come opening night, you know, you're there singing uh, uh, all those songs. And I think yeah. they're as surprised as I am. Um, but even then, they had to look. Lower the keys. So, oh yeah, so the, barit- for, the, for the, the curse of light, yeah, right? the curse of the baritone voice. You know, you start yeah. off going. Well, in my yeah. case, it's like, hey, I'll do some rock and roll. Wait a minute, I can't sing a Zeppelin song. Yeah, exactly. Can we transpose yeah. this? Yeah, unless it's Dread Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, I'll thank you very much. A whole lot of love. Yeah. I think that's that's a good yeah. look. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know. Yeah. So it um it absolutely started there, and uh, and of course, you know, when you're 12 or 13, you you have no idea what. I mean, you have an idea of what Hollywood and show yeah. business and Broadway might be, but uh, no real professional yeah. pursuits. It's just kind of fun and, and uh, you know, hearing the laughter of it and, and applause. I mean, that becomes kind of an addiction. And yeah. uh, um, But it was around that time, too, that I started listening a bit more to, to Sinatra and, and the big band stuff. So I was kind of straddling these worlds, um, not unlike yourself, because right. you've certainly come from a similar acting background. Yeah. Um, and doing a lot of musicals that, you know, you're, you're the difference with musicals and a lot of these, these pop standards I do now is that you're playing a character, you know, yeah. you're, you're the, the point kind is of, re- kind of, yeah. <laughs> Let's <laughs> well, be honest depends, about that. Yeah, exactly. Bye bye birdie. It, it, yeah. It, the realism <laughs> sometimes isn't in the musicals. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No, but you get to gray your temples and put yeah. some facial hair. Well, I've already, I'm kind of working on that <laughs> yeah. on natural. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, See, that's authentic. Yeah. Though. Now yeah. So just, you were playing me way back then. Yeah, I was doing you. I was yeah. doing my best John Renaud, so. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think my first was a. I think there was a, a musical for kids, Cinderella. It was mm-hmm. based on Cinderella, and mm-hmm. I snagged the part of Prince Charming. Of course, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. when I was a young lad, and That's I actually right. had charming appearance. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> that was before the fall, <laughs> as I would call it. Um, but uh, and then I remember a year after that, I auditioned for something. I was so pissed because I didn't get the lead. Oh God! And a good friend of mine got the lead. And, yeah, isn't that that's yeah. always a little. Yeah, bitter. <laughs> and it was it was some weird thing. I, I can't even really. I think it was called the Joker. Okay, yeah. But it was still a Christmas. We just at the school I was at, we only right. really did Christmas plays. Right, like those those pageants. And yeah. I think the first thing I did, even before the Wizard of Oz, it was. Uh, well, I got rejected from the, the Ooh, my first that hurts. fifth grade or grade five, as we said in Canada. The uh, they had a talent show. And I was really into the. Uh, it's funny how these things come around, but I was really into James Bond right. and the music of James I Bond. I could see that, buddy. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Baritone guitar. Um, but I auditioned uh, with with my band at the time. There were like three of us, and we were doing Duran Duran. Oh wow. View to a kill. Nice. Which of course just sucked yeah. horribly. You know. In fifth well, I'm grade. sure you were as good at it we as it we could were be done. Great, you know, and we 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 committed, but we got rejected, and uh, which is ironic now because so much of that Bond sound, you know, runs through what I do. But, right. Uh, um, but yeah, the, those reviews and things. Um, um, those were the early kind of stomping, yeah. you know, stomping grounds, training grounds for sticking it up for where you're at now. Then you learn discipline later. Exactly. Well, well, <laughs> I didn't. Maybe you did. Well, but no, yeah. I think you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so you know what? You made me think about something. In uh, Canada, tend from an American st- point of view, it seems like Canada actually um, supports the arts in a, a more um, balanced way. I think. Yeah, yeah. It uh, Canada is really interesting because there's no. 
I mean, we, we certainly have no shortage of really um, uh, famous people who emerge. There are a lot of famous, funny people and musicians. Right. Well, uh, Bill Shatner. He's yeah, both. That's right. Denny Crane. Um, Rocket Man. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, Chris Plummer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's certainly a story tradition through oh, that's the right. Stratford he, he Festival yeah. and, and Shaw Festival. And because there's no real star system in Canada, mm-hmm. I mean, we stars are created, but then they, they come down here. Right. Uh, the old joke was if you wanted a uh, uh, a deal on the CBC, come have a failed pilot in L.A. Oh, and that's come funny. Knocking. But until then, you know, you're, you're, right, uh, you're lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but the upside of that kind of lack of uh, pretense and celebrity system is that, uh, you know, um, people are able to have really varied, uh, interesting careers across the board, right. not only on television, but also in radio and theater and film. And um, and good. I mean, I, I've seen shows where I'll, I'll um, you know, kind of binge watch and do a little yeah. study on how the show came to be. And, yeah. And a lot of times I'm really impressed with actors on shows and I'll, I'll look up and find out that they're Canadian actors that had maybe a, a sitcom right, right. in Canada that was successful and totally. then they're down here doing dramatic work that's compelling yeah. and uh, yeah. I, I, I think that's really cool. It's really cool. It's, it's, um, it kind of mimics, I mean, Canada, the, uh, the holdover from, from our being part of the, uh, the monarchy. Right. The, uh, the, you say that still... with a tinge of uh, resentment. <laughs> yeah, on this first day of Brexit or whatever, second day of Brexit. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, it, it's very much sort of uh, it, it, in a small way like uh, it is over in London and that people can have these really interesting, uh, varied careers that, yeah. that, that play into, um, you know, their versatilities yeah. uh, as performers, which is great. Um, yeah, because your work's more rounded. Totally. And you can be in Toronto doing, you know, a radio play and then be doing, you know, commuting out to Stratford yeah. or Shaw to yeah. do repertory, you know, um, a yeah. whole season's worth of repertory of classics and comedies and, and musicals. Um, and I've certainly had a lot of friends go through that and, and they're having amazing careers. And, yeah. And, uh, and just the training ground, too. That doesn't yeah. really exist. I mean, it was uh, that whole kind of a apprentice. I mean, I did some summer stock in college, which I guess is the closest thing. In left. New York, right? Um, yeah, it, I, I was I was going to school in New York, and then um, uh, this was up in New Hampshire at, uh, I think, the oldest continuously operating summer stock up there in a barn, as, as they tend to be, right. <laughs> the barn playhouse. Um, but amazing. You do like six, seven shows in yeah. 14 weeks, and... It really teaches you how to prepare and, and be a professional yeah. and and, um, and gray your temples. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And put in, you know, paunches and, and yeah. I'm well, all about you know. It. Yeah. Now, who needs it? But at the time, you know, you're, well, you you're still working on yours, man. <laughs> now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, great training ground, and, and certainly yeah. Canada. Going back to your original point. Um, yeah, they seem to have more of a network and a yeah, more of it's... a. I mean, in America, you know, I don't know because I can't do a little literal comparison, but because um, I haven't worked in Canada, mm-hmm. but it just seems like uh, America is more like they toss the ball out, and it's like whoever gets the ball, <laughs> you're on your own, man, but whoever gets the ball gets yeah. a big prize. You yeah. know? I mean, that's what it seems like sometimes. Yeah, no, it, uh, well, I think, too, you're just dealing with, with um, not as many numbers. You yeah. know, like, like uh, I think the ratio of talented to that's not fair, so talented yeah. remains the same, and it is super competitive as, yeah. a, as a result, but um, it uh, it's a smaller nation. I mean, there's more people in the state of yeah. California now, I think, than all of Canada. Got so, so I think that helps, but uh, but also too the fact that it's basically Vancouver and Toronto, and with some great regional 
you know, uh, theater companies across the, right. uh, you know, in Alberta and Calgary. And, well, and it doesn't, I mean, it does help a lot to yeah. the way that the Canadian government extended like tax credits and yeah no there's a lot you know, of that because uh, you guys get exposure to major motion pictures yeah <laughs> and yeah. then you can get credits because that was one of my frustrations i came out here without yeah. uh industry credits per se right. hollywood credits i yeah. had a ton of like i did a ton of independent films and things of that nature that's right and then you come out here and it's all like kind of wiped away and you start anew whereas a lot of canadian actors have that ability of getting a five and under yeah, and, and then they of, have five credits of that, yeah. and then the agent out here is going to say, "Well, you know, this guy's got credits, you yeah, know, and he's pretty much, as they say, pretty much your type." No, you're absolutely right. You it, know. Um, it the, that kind of apprentice, um, I think, even the the union up there, Actra, right. which is kind of a sister to SAG-AFTRA, um, really kind of stresses that and, yeah. and sets those members up for it from the time they 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 do their yeah. first under five or yeah. background or. Or um, uh, you know that that seems to pay off. It certainly has for a lot of friends, and uh, and, and that's a, that's a, that's a wonderful thing that there right. can be these great journeyman uh, actors. Um, you know, not only in film, TV, but but also on stage right. and, and radio. And um, yeah, it's it's very much like it is or, or was in England. I don't yeah. know how much that still exists, but repertory that tradition of of. Uh, those regional theaters and cutting your teeth there. Yeah. Um, there's still quite a few in this country, but um, yeah, it's, like I say, it's now way. you're throwing it's, a ball it's, into the. <laughs> no, totally. No, it's it's cutthroat. I mean, and you know, to your point, I think it is because it's just it's remarkably competitive. Yeah. In almost a healthy way. Yeah. I mean, it's I I would say maybe that's bent a bit, but uh, there's just so many people who have gift and talent i mean a lot yeah. of cynical actors will say look at all these people you know they they suck and i mean <laughs> sure. I have friends that rant about it forever <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it, i would dare say it's untruthful and it's unfair to yeah. people who work that they yeah. found a way in and yeah there's luck of course but but there's it, a lot of talented people yeah and you know when when ultimately the camera starts rolling or, or right. whatever it is you've been hired to do whenever push comes to shove you got to be ready and, and yeah. to knock it out uh, yeah. especially in, in the world of film and TV because where, it's where, so competitive and time is money they yeah. don't have a lot of time to to rehearse you or, or you know handhold yeah. <laughs> through these things there's so. that ball being tossed out again right so if you're lucky <laughs> it's time enough to, to scream <laughs> oh, totally totally so if you're lucky enough to uh, you know, go along and and uh, you know be thrown thrown something. You know, yeah. you, you damn sure better be ready for yeah. it because someone someone invariably will be um, who's been yeah. you know waiting and and yeah. Plus, I mean, on the on the receiving end, the the whether you're listening to music or uh, watching a show mm. or a movie, mm -hmm. there there are so many choices. Oh yeah. With so many different levels, like serious movies, yeah. movies that are campy, movies yeah. that are you know about action heroes, right. TV shows, you know, diverse from serious dramas, comedies to yeah. reality esque type stuff. Yeah, documentary. I mean, there's so many choices and so many channels and platforms. Now right. it's it's uh, it's funny because I I love you know you, you fall down the YouTube wormhole and yeah. you watch. You realize yeah. how how big a show like the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson was yeah. when there were like four four networks, just four networks yeah. at that point. That's what the I. End what, of his that's run. what I got when I was a little kid. You only had choices, right? And and so if you went, you know, whether you were a stand up comedian or just an actor breaking out, and you you sat on the couch yeah. with Johnny, everyone in America, you know, twenty thirty million people yeah. on the low end, 
knew who you were. Yeah. But now you can be on Conan. You can be on. I mean, there's there's five or six different yeah. late night people, and people are viewing them differently. They're kind of uh, yeah. They're, they're um, so it's it's a different celebrity has kind of evolved into something different. It's not all bad, but it's 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 certainly not maybe what it was 20, 30 right. years ago, even. 15 years ago. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, even when uh, I listened to radio when I was a kid, <clears throat> yeah. you know, it was Detroit Rock City, and mm. uh, there were four stations, and the thing was, is you would hear, what they would call rock and roll would be very inclusive. Right. Um, you know, you'd hear the Rolling Stones, and you'd hear Sly and the Family Stone, <laughs> right. and really, they're not musically no. in a similar genre in a way, but they, in, in a broad sense, in Detroit, yeah. it was... Rock they radio. They kind of complement each other right. in a weird way. But yeah. today, you would hear, you know, metal. Yeah. You know, country rock, country. Yeah. Country rock, alt. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's just so many different divisions, and it's the same yeah. in the visual medias, I think, too. Yeah. Like it, people are easily at what they like, and totally. It, and it kind of goes both ways. I've found where where you're totally right. Like uh, there, these little. Uh, niches are, are being carved all the more you know right. and you know which in, uh, in i think limits us as, it, can, as it certainly can you know because people kind of go this is my lane and, right. and the lane is very specific right. now whereas you know i remember even growing up uh in, in nova scotia listening to top 40 radio in high school junior high you'd have you know alternative you've had hip-hop r&b country um you, you know just bubblegum pop all kind of cohabitating together yeah in the same place and, in the same place and so you're exposed to more totally yeah. and uh but now you know I, I turn on that same station you know 15 20 years right. later and there's there's a sameness yeah and uh it's not that the music's bad i mean some of it you know right. I'm, I'm a big fan of those artists but you're not getting even on top 40 which used to be quite varied yeah um, yeah, it would drift into rock. It would drift into, you know, back in the day, yeah. maybe even disco. You know what I mean? Totally. Would... Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think new avenues like Spotify and Apple Music, as right. much as they've kind of uh, they've debilitated the uh, the revenue, some right. of the dollars in, uh, and the traditional means of, of artists and labels making money back on, uh, on these records, what it has done is kind of broaden uh, the discovery. Right. And I think... As much as, yes, you can kind of go into those very specific lanes on like a Spotify. Um, I also think Spotify encourages people to step outside those. those yeah, I would agree. Zones. And I would it's agree. certainly how people have discovered my music. And a lot of young people who, uh, on some level going into this, I, I thought wouldn't wouldn't be repelled by it. But I thought might troll it just because it is so right. such a throwback. But, right. but those are the... Uh, the young guys and girls and they're you know some of them as young as 14 15 who are going gaga for it just because i think it is so unlike top 40 and, yeah. and everything in their traditional lane well i would dare say that's what top 40 grew out of to be honest mm, with you yeah yeah um but uh it's good it was a good point shift because let's talk about your music so what is your music what do you how do you qualify <laughs> or quantify what your music yeah. is my music uh and I, where can people find you by the way yeah, no, I can be found all over uh, Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, YouTube, right, and certainly Instagram too for kind of more daily content and behind the scenes. And it's just Matt Forbes. That's uh, how we're going to find Forbes, you. Yeah, the at, Matt Forbes. Yeah, at the Matt Forbes. And uh, but we kind of call what I, I, you know, I was wrestling with this because a lot of these these 
standards. I mean, they're, they're jazz standards, they're pop standards. Right. Uh, people have referred to it as the Great American Songbook. All of that's very much true. Right. But <clears throat> the issue I was running into when I first kind of set out about doing this five or six years ago was that it, it was kind of a limiting term. Right. Um, because as much as I... You know, my bread and butter and, and what I love are those those big band, you know, singing yeah, standards. Yeah. Um, I do a lot more than that and, and more recent kind of contemporary stuff that I, I might make sound older, but it's it's not necessarily a great American songbook. Or, no, like that song that I dug the hell out of that Gorillaz song. Oh, yeah. You Melancholy did. I really, really that, you know, was one Thank of those. You. The first ones that I heard from you that was like a departure because I yeah. always hear you with the Dresden singing right. standards. Right. And then I heard this this <clears throat> new approach on that song. What was the name of that song? Um, it's uh, the Gorillas on Melancholy Hill, gotcha. which uh, came out about 2010, and and it's like an alternative rock, almost hip hop. I mean, the the group is, right. is kind of a fusiony thing to begin with, electro, hip hop, alternative yeah, rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we kind of stripped it down into this um, classic George Martin, Penny Lane, yeah, Sergeant Pepper's Beatles thing, you know, um, because I. Had read an interview with with the song's uh, writer, lead singer Damon Albarn, um, who said it was inspired by a Beatles lyric. And I nice. said, wouldn't it be cool to kind of pair that back with a piccolo trumpet? And it's such a pretty poetic little piece of songwriting. What would happen if you stripped all the kind of electronic, right. contemporary, modern artifice out and just uh, were left with these lyrics and and the simple melody? And then we kind of built it out. Yeah, my arranger Callum and I. Um, into this thing and and that was kind of the the that and and we did a single of a rod stewart song from the 80s some guys have all the luck right that we put it very much in like a, a retro vein but it wasn't it wasn't totally big band it was almost closer to like 70s yacht rock yeah um so the term vintage pop which is kind of what i dub all what i do kind of allow me to encompass yeah the old with the new the new with the old see you even imply <laughs> that uh that's where pop music grew out of yeah. Even in your own claim as to what your music is. Absolutely. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> yeah, wow. What was the, uh, um, I'm sorry, I had a, I had kind of a hectic day yesterday. My brain's still spinning a bit. <laughs> but what was the recent one that you posted? That I love the, the oh, opening arrangement on this song. Thank you. It, albeit it, you kept it a standard yeah. in this particular outing. Yeah, that um, that's a great tune from the 40s called Nature Boy Yeah, by um, this almost one-hit wonder, Eden Abes. And it was a big hit for Nat King Cole yeah. in, I think, about 47. Yeah, I think that's the only version I've ever remember hearing. And uh, and I actually came to know it. I, I knew Nat had recorded it, but but uh, I got to know it through uh, the film Moulin Rouge um, and uh, the soundtrack, David Bowie. There you go. <laughs> Our good buddy David yeah, Bowie. Yeah, Davey. Um, did a, an amazing Davey the version rock that dog. was... That was just incredible. I mean, it, he brought that Bowie. You know, it was very otherworldly and and haunting and and uh, unsettling. Yeah, as only you know Bowie can be. Yeah, and that song too kind of felt like a parable. So, uh, my arranger Calamau, who I've worked with on all these these uh, projects the past seven years, we uh, we kind of did this mashup where we took okay, what if we had like a, a Bowie esque rhythm section that was really yeah. kind of cold and electronic and modern. Um, and then pair that with these classical motifs. Ah, the that's Satie. where it came from. And you have kind of this Eastern, kind of this yeah, old I really, school. I really like the way it kind of has like this this, this <laughs> opening where it's just the thing. And then you hear your voice and then you hear the, the music Thanks, again. Thanks, man. Yeah. Your voice. Because it, 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 it was it's kind of surprising. 
Yeah. Like it's kind of because the tune is it, you're singing it. I know the tune in my head, mm-hmm. but I'm like, wait a minute, I've never heard it done this way before. That's cool. I'm happy to hear yeah. that. Yeah. That's what I really liked about it. Thanks, man. Yeah, it uh, it was definitely of the six new singles we we worked on uh, this past year. It was the one that I was like, oh, this, yeah. this is either gonna. <laughs> and I'll get a bit of that on. Yeah, because uh, we've talked about it. So yeah, I'll get a bit of that. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Six seconds, cut <laughs> six seconds, <laughs> and just keep you know, shifting through and shuffling baby. through, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, and I like the fact that the way you look at it is a creative endeavor instead of just saying, okay, you know, I know Frank does this song. Yeah. And Frank does this song this way, and I'm going to try to be the best Frank at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of like your buddy was uh, yeah. telling you, that's that's bad, right? Yeah, because yeah, Because exactly. Frank is Frank. That's another... <laughs> I, I'll set up the departure because um, this reminded me of it. You know, Matt Forbes sings at the Dresden very often with... The world famous Marty and Elaine, right? Marty and Elaine Roberts, yes. yeah, and they are amazing, and they're well worth uh, checking out. And the yeah. Dresden is in Hollywood, California, mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of luminaries that end up hanging out there and singing it's along with hip. Marty and Elaine. And Matt is one of them, and, and John Renat, yeah. And it's it's lovely, <laughs> and we'll talk a little about that. But yeah. the funny thing that came to mind was like, yeah. This whole kicking around thing where Matt does a song. And, and again, <laughs> if, if you hear him do his music live with, you know, a stripped down three piece usually, which is what Marty and Lane is. Right. Um, and it's in a bar. It's uh, it can be rough to get through. And it's you don't have a lot of control <laughs> no. musically other than the fact that you have these brilliant musicians. Right. Pushing you through the song in a good yeah, way. Absolutely. Um and so Matt will get done with a wonderful rendition, in my opinion, in my estimation. Of, a very, very sweet. Yeah, of, of say, let's cry me a river, right? Yeah, you do, that's say, one of your yeah. best ones there, in my Thanks, opinion. Yeah. And, uh, and I've watched this happen on probably four or five occasions where yeah. some person, usually a gentleman, <laughs> comes over and goes, hey, man, do you mind if I talk to you over here for a second? Yeah. That and happens. then what ensues for whatever reason? Well, it's so funny. I, you know, first off, people don't have to come up and say anything nice at all. So, Correct. I, and, and for the most part, people are very, no, I think they very, should very <laughs> <laughs> for you. Cause it embarrasses me if I yeah, sing no, and they no, do no, it. Yeah. You're very, you're very kind, but, uh, you know, I'm always grateful because, you know, these people who come up, you know, I know <clears throat> I, you go out and see the majority things. tend to be very nice, very kind. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, but very that's flattering. not the part we're talking no, about. No, no, we're, we're jumping talking in. About, we're talking about, uh, it's amazing. I'll, you know, you'll be midstream. I'll be talking to you or some other yeah. singers hanging out in the back and, uh, yeah. these, these kindly folk will come up and, uh, interrupt the conversation yeah. and initially start off with words of warm encouragement and, uh. Oh yeah, they always kind of sucker you into it. Yeah, don't and they? then I go, "Can I just can I pull you aside for a second? And I go, "Oh, so, you know, sure." Yeah. Um, to have a private moment, and they'll pull me into the dining room, invariably yeah. into a dark, dimly lit corner, and uh, and then proceed to give me some <laughs> some notes. Yeah, <laughs> some like thoughts. Um, my the first <laughs> encounter was the guy who told who suggested you should try not to sing like Sinatra. Yeah, which you don't. I don't know where yeah. he's, his ear is making that yeah, happen. Yeah, I mean, I I get you it. You sing like Matt Forbes when I, I hear you sing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and certainly influence. I mean, we're all the product of yeah. all these. Uh, I mean, I, I grew up so so Sinatra's. You know that swagger, that phrasing. Um, that's part of my DNA. Yeah. Just through. So I guess Rosmosis, in that but, way, you're yeah. like Sinatra. But that's <laughs> that's a pretty. Yeah, general... but I, you know, no one's going to sound like Frank, right? And so I can only uh, hope to be. Uh, as good as I can be, you know, right. uh, put that best version out there and, and not everyone's going to like it. I, you know, that's, that's, uh, yeah, it's, but it's always funny whenever people, uh, total strangers come up and, and, and you've gotten a little bit of it yourself. Yeah. I mean, no one's been spared. And, uh, but I'd like to think too, that, you know, maybe, maybe you're, it's a good sign. Yeah. You know, you're making, um, well, as you're aware, you're I deal with it reaction. slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> Only because you've seen me. Uh, My, yeah, I've seen. I saw it happen to you so many times, and I'm like, I think I might have kind of a menacing look 
to people sometimes. So yeah. I thought, well, no one's really going to approach right, me with right, this. Right. They're going to oh, be afraid God. to tell me. Yeah, right. And then I have this guy. I told you the story, but uh, yeah. it comes out. <laughs> and he, I get done singing, and he's like been hooting the whole song. Yeah, you know, because he yeah. knew I was the manager, and I think he wanted something from me. Yeah, the yeah. whole night he'd been kind of brown nosing <laughs> with me, that you know, swag bag or something. Yeah, you yeah. know. And so I come <laughs> off the stage, he's like, "Yeah, you're great, but you know what?" Uh, and I, I was like, "Hey, man, you aren't yeah. about to tell me how to sing, are you?" <laughs> <laughs> and he cocked his head, and I knew I caught him. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, uh, no. Yeah. And I go, because don't, mother effer. <laughs> and he didn't know what to think Bless of it. John, you know. Yeah. yeah. I think so we that's, could all take And I'm take actually little... making it sound a little nicer than it was in well, the moment. You, you did it with a big smile. So I'm sure that I don't that think helped. I was smiling. Oh, really? <laughs> it was neutral. See, I went neutral. plays back in my head, I just see you as your, you know. No, I think I went neutral. Self. I think it just went to the mask. <laughs> just dark place. But it's funny when yeah. I told Jody, my wife, that story. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was, yeah. uh, she she got like, she was like, you know, I don't understand. What would it have hurt <laughs> to uh, listen to what the guy said? I go, honey, because I've worked so hard to be able to even do it. Yeah. That I don't want my like fragile you know, I guess that's weird. Well, to, yeah. And I don't want to be shattered because some dude's telling me, you no. know, who is he? Is he any authority in music? Is well, he... that's it, too. I mean, and I don't think, you know, you're, you're pretty you're pretty confident and resilient. Right. You're, you're, uh, but, I mean, my artistic ego is a whole different thing, of right? Of course. It's just and you're fragile. just coming off stage. I mean, I, it's, it's that critical moment where you're just, especially if it went well in your estimation and people well, seem to enjoy themselves. I can never figure that out. <laughs> well, in that room, it can be tricky. Indeed. Work in the lounge, Marty and Lane. I always call it uh, boot camp. You yeah. know, it's like it's endurance training for yeah. you know what, what when you do or I, I do my uh, my own shows with my own band. It it's not that that's easy or you take that for granted, but it 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 does become well. You so lose the control. Right, right, exactly. With with your own show, there's there's yeah. rehearsal, there's arrangements, there's there's uh, there's a set list. Yeah. Um, but I find. Uh, working a lounge you know you can have really great audiences yeah. you can have really crappy audiences you can have audiences that are you know neither they're just kind of indifferent exactly you know it's like an oil painting as marty says so that kind of teaches you a discipline not to push and also not to take it too personally yeah but also because you still have to sing the song you do and ultimately you have three people behind you working yeah. and enjoying themselves in theory marty and lane always are yeah <laughs> I'm just teasing bass players. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, they know who they are. They know. Uh, I'm not the, calling anyone out. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, calling themselves out oh, at this Lord. point. No, no, no. But it, it kind of teaches you. And I was just saying this to Elaine the other night when I was uh, driving her in. I said, you've given so many of us. Because there's, yeah. there's a lot of great singers in town who, who have sat in and, and cut their teeth with them yeah. over the years and continue to. Um, and it really does teach you more than any... Any show of my own could do, and and, yeah. it, and it gets you ready. It's 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 akin to a stand-up going to, you know, an open yep. mic with with an audience that's kind of pitted against you. Not that the Dresden, they're they're horrible. They're not throwing bottles, but but sometimes it can feel that way. Yeah. I mean, uh, especially on a Friday, Saturday, where it just met yeah, with deadness. It, it's just madness, yeah. and uh, but invariably there are pockets of yeah. people who are kind enough to come up afterwards and let you know that, hey, we really thought that was something yeah, it was special fun. Exactly. and unique. And um, and that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's, it is kind of like, um, it's great. It, it, it made me a better actor, too, because you don't get to prepare. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in my case, it was a form of music that I never really sang. I mean, I guess the closest thing is a musical, but they're right. different. 
right. because you sell the song different. That's right. Um, I still don't fully understand what you do really well, which is swing a song. Um, but you saw you go up, you're thrown to the wolf in a way right. because you know you're you're like I'm used to practicing, I'm used to rehearsing, I'm used to knowing. Totally, and you just it's like improv in a way. You know it your is. lines, and you yeah. just dive in and roll with yeah. it. Yeah, and you kind of uh, well, and it goes back. We've talked about this a lot. That and and I talk uh, Pat Barnett, another great singer yeah. that uh, sings with us, also an actor. Um, it's funny. I think when you have that actor's hat on as well, or have had that 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 training. That my, that room's not so damning, I think, yeah, like I, if you're I, an actor. I think so. And I think uh, the exercise of getting up there and, and, and being in the moment yeah. and, and just listening to what yeah. you know, the piano, the synth, the, the drums, the bass are giving you. Yeah. Even if you've done it, you know, you and I have been singing there for six, seven years, yeah. Um, yeah. many times a week, many sets. So, I mean, a lot of hours and, uh, and uh, you know, we know the, the repertoire, but yes. it's always different. And that change is based on on how they're feeling, how you're feeling, how the yeah. audience. Each bass player um, brings their own thing. Totally. Sometimes there's horn players. And sometimes the lighting in the room is just a little brighter than yeah. normal, and that kind of throws. So it, it really is like understanding jazz, which is yeah. really improv with yeah. with some loose rules. Absolutely. There, there is structure. I, yeah. And it's kind of how I, I love to work creatively anyway and, and love to collaborate is, is that there is – you know, there's a sandbox. There are right. parameters to the creativity, but within that that rather large sandbox, you can build whatever sandcastle you want. Yeah. You know, you can. But I think having just just kind of a vague outline uh, and some some form. Yeah. Um, whether that's self-imposed discipline or, or or just limitations of the venue of of the gig itself, or just rolling with it too. Yeah. You can learn something by that. Oh, and and failure too. Yeah. Those those nights where you go. Mm, you know, I, I thought I had that, and, yeah. and you've done it maybe a hundred times before that. And you go, ooh, but I fell off the horse that time. Yeah. Why? And sometimes it's a fluke, but invariably, sometimes maybe you're a little too cocky. Maybe you're a little, uh, your head's not in it. Right. Um, or, you know, you're, you're indicating it's something else. I mean, it, it, a lot of the same principles and disciplines that I find were, were taught to me uh, at Stella Adler when I was uh, at NYU studying uh, very serious acting apply to this right to the music to to this jazz idiom for sure yeah it it is interesting it's yeah. like i remember like the night where i could think about something else while yeah. i was singing the song <laughs> yeah, and that's i go interesting. oh this is how a guy can play an instrument and sing because you can do two things at once all of a sudden that's true yeah, yeah. and it, that only happened because they uh invited me into their circle of singers and they, they call me up quite often well any night that i work basically yeah. i sing yeah um and that's nice that jim the owner allows that to happen yeah. because he's i'm the floor manager <laughs> and uh yeah it's very cool that he's kind of letting me double dip for a couple minutes in absolutely my life, you know but isn't that kind of great though it's it's uh well that's the environment there it's a cool it's a cool environment a lot of musicians really dig it even yeah. though it might not be their genre of music that's it and it kind of it, it goes beyond i think i mean as much as marty and lane are very much steeped in the traditions of jazz yeah. and, and that whole lounge <clears throat> culture what they do is i've realized playing with a lot of other really wonderful jazz trios is is that they've almost become a style and an energy in their own yeah and and sometimes you miss it on those other yeah. jazz trio gigs you know i i was doing one not too long ago with uh incredible players you know yeah. who were playing every note and and in it but it wasn't 
but energy wise, it didn't quite give me the zap that Marty and Elaine do. No, it's and, so and, true. And there's there's uh, things that the trio can do that Marty and Elaine, you know, that 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 isn't their thing. So right. there's there's much to be gleaned in either. No, scenario, I think you. I think you. I mean, I've seen uh, <clears throat> Chrissy Hines sing with. Oh them, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I didn't know this. I was blown away because. Mm. You know, personally, I never really, I love the pretenders, but I'm like, well, she's not the greatest singer. Right. Um, No knock on Chrissy, but (laughs) this night she was the greatest singer. She came in and she did this jazz piece with Marty and Elaine and she kicked it in the ass. And I'm like, I think I mentioned it to you and you said, no, no, she worked on a Frank Sinatra thing. Yeah, yeah. She just, she was amazing. Yeah. My, my co-producer just uh, mixed an album of, of basically standards that just came out and I, she had been working on it for like four or five years. So so you probably saw her mid process, but uh, this sultry committed, uh, and who is the horn player, the really famous uh, horn player that used to come in and oh, play? Oh, uh, Terrence yeah. Blanchard. He yeah. told, well, I cut that video for Marty and Elaine, and right. he said um, something to the effect of like what you're saying. They create music that's unlike any other music, and he used to come in and play all the time yeah. with them. He, yeah. he would he would go from like a big gig in L.A. Yeah, to yeah. showing up with his horn to play totally. with Marty and Elaine. I get it, though. I mean, and you get it, too, yeah. because it's, they... For them to show up for almost 40 years now, just to the dress. Right, I mean, it'll be 39 in, in April. April. Um, to show up with that kind of zeal and enthusiasm and to be in the moment, um, even when they're tired, even whenever it's uh, been yeah, a I've long never week, seen them mail it in. Never. And, and that, to me, not everyone gets that. And I've seen yeah. singers come and go over the years, talented people, nice people, yeah. but who don't really see the gift that, yeah. that if they really made it their thing yes and and for some people it doesn't need to be their thing but it, but if they were looking for ways to kind of uh um get better at their own craft i mean it's all there yeah it, it's a it's a workshop it's it's uh and uh their off nights are fantastic and oh yeah and for example with marty when he's having a really good night he he sings amazing oh yeah like he, he he's so deceptive i think like what he yeah, does i know he it's makes sneaky. things yeah it's like he, yeah. you do it you try to do that you try to do what that guy's doing yeah. and elaine i've never seen anyone love to play music more than her no i there's not a hint of artifice to no. to it i mean that's the beauty too is that marty i mean elaine is her personality type is very kind of bubbly and right. you know uh effervescent uh anyway um but marty you know even when he's kind of in a down mood and maybe a little crotchety that night right he lets that work for the the show yeah. and, and it's not that he suddenly takes out this angst on the crowd but but it it, it reads as authentic yeah and it informs the way he does a song or plays the drums yeah and you go. That's going back to the actor thing. Yep. Um, I mean, musicians do this too. But, well, they but, do. That's for sure. But w- I think as an actor, there's a different uh, kind of intellectualization right. that that, uh, that that happens on our end, where it's like, oh, I can use this, you right. know, as an actor would, you know, to be in the moment and and use what you're feeling in the yeah. moment. Um, uh, yeah, know, it's as a, a performance. It's crazy. Even guys like uh, my my buddy uh, Anthony Langdon, yeah, from Space Hog, yeah, he'll go on at length about how amazing Marty is on drums. Yeah, and here's a guy who you know, I mean, they were a big deal for a while yeah. in the music industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he'll be like, my hat's off to this guy, man. He can play the hell out of those drums. Well, and uh, to be doing it five nights a week. And uh, it used to be six nights, yeah. and that's you know that's just the Dresden. I mean, they had. I think this... they started every night. I think yeah, when I think they you're started, right. They did I, seven I, nights a week straight is, up. 
which is incredible. That's I mean, you think about the, the <laughs> tens of thousands yeah. of hours. Their, um, their first set is two hours. Like I saw yeah. Steve Wenwood. <laughs> I'm Steve, yeah. At, at uh, the Greek. His whole show was 70 minutes. <laughs> now, that guy could play yeah. for four days all the music that he's helped create. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's, it is. And a, Steve's considerably younger, I think. I think so, yeah. I mean, I'd be guessing. Yeah, but, but I think you're probably right. Um, so that's no, amazing. So that, that's inspiring. And it also, yeah. too, you know, if, if you are one of these people that, that uh, like, you love show business. Yeah. I love show business. They love show business in the way that show business should be loved. Yeah. It's it's kind of an old school appreciation for um, kind of all those, those the traditions of, yeah. of working rooms in Vegas. And, and you know, so much of the, the lounge culture has been kind of lampooned yeah. or, or you know, the, the lounge deal, lizard. Yeah. And, and certainly they, they steer into a little bit of that, you know, with the sequins and the jumpsuits. Yeah, but it's intentional. But and, it's, and it's, there's still amazing performers underneath yeah. that. And, and it's honest. Yeah, it's not their thing. Like, they don't need that. Yeah, it's not Richard Cheese or yeah. uh, it's not sending it up. I it, think the, it, they know the audience likes that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so it, they they're like they are there for the audience. I mean, they're there to perform what they want to do. Absolutely. They made that rule to themselves years ago, but totally. But they're there for the audience as well. Well, it's their aesthetic too. It's no different than you know, um, you know, Aerosmith. You know, right. the way they they still look the same. Right. You know, they're dressing up more or less the same. Yeah. Steve Tyler's looking uh, yeah. the same feathers in his hair and and no. But he shit. sounds better. Yeah. I don't know how he's managed to do that, it's but he sounds better. But everyone ha- kind of has their thing. Yeah. As long as they're true to it, um, you know, I think the audience picks up on that. Yeah. You know? It, it is. A, it's amazing. And that's, I mean, we're talking about it because that's where I met you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it does have a culture all its own. So what, you started coming in, what, six, seven years ago? Yeah, it will be seven years ago. I used to come in before, I mean, I knew of Marty and Elaine right. when I first moved to L.A. I, I graduated from NYU. Um uh, around, I came out in 2010, right? Um, uh, just after I graduated. Um, so my friends out here, they're like, "Oh, you got to go to the dress," and yeah. it's kind of the spot. And of course, people knew it from swingers, right? And, but also, it was just uh, a haunt on the east side. It was legendary. But I didn't know. I really wasn't focusing on music so much. I, right. My uh, the acting and the sketch comedy because I had, I had uh, started writing and developing sitcom pilots yeah. with my writing partner from Second City. So I was very much in that world and doing voiceover and commercials. Um, the first two or three years I was out here, right. and in fact, my, <laughs> ironically, my management at the time, uh, very good management, um, told me to hide that fact that I that I could sing they just didn't think it was going to sounds weird to me but okay yeah but I guess it was just as glee and, and a lot of like pitch perfect oh, to these things yeah, yeah. were coming back to the forefront like yeah. it wasn't quite hip to to uh to be able to sing and act right. all at once they kind of dubbed you a musical theater person which isn't really what I was even doing too much in New York right so, so you buried that. So, so I said, fine, I'll, I'll bury it. And yeah. I had other stuff to do, but you know, you kind of get a niche and, and stuff yeah. that comes naturally and is very much a part of you as this music was, I, I thought, well, I'll just do it, you know, for my own shits and giggles. Exactly. And, um, and people kind of went, oh, gee, you know, you Dude, s- you're outstanding you sing, when you do you it, sing. man. I mean, it's amazing. Well, I appreciate you that. You're, you're kind, yeah. buddy. But I, uh, I, I just did it for, for me, you yeah. know, as yeah, I remember and, talking and always, about that actually. Uh, and I, I was in at the Dresden on Tuesday, and, and uh, buddy, which said, is I, their open mic, their night, open just mic for night. the audience. Yeah. That's right, and 
unbeknownst to me and, and my friends like go put your name in you know yeah. you can go sing fly me to the moon or something so yeah. i wound up doing probably three or four tunes and they marty said you know you're good kid why don't you come back come back sometime <laughs> and i said uh all right he said come back thursday thursday come we'll do some tunes so i said um cool um and i started coming back thursday yeah. and then thursday led to coming back friday saturday and and uh were you wobbly back then well, yeah, I, I think a little bit because Cause I, you're not at all. I mean, that's long gone. I can yeah. I can't really remember. <laughs> I know when people start singing there, there's a because of oh, all this stuff we were talking oh, it's, about. It's a weird you're room kind of to work in, initially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I've seen really great singer performers who who shouldn't have any nerves going right. up doing this kind of stuff go up and just try and get right. their sea legs because. It's not really a stage. You're kind of in the middle of the room. Sometimes you have people <laughs> right yeah, up, right, right breathing on your your upper thighs. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. You know, which uh, can be exciting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I try to look at it that way. Yeah, yeah. You got to frame it somehow. But um, uh, but yeah, and also just kind of uh, you know, I knew a lot of these songs. Right. You know, at least a couple dozen through listening to those great old Sinatra right. Ella records and such. But it also started me down this path of, of discovery into, you know, it was a, a deeper dive into this world and, and into this tradition of music. And, right. And, uh, and they were very encouraging as, as God, they happened yeah, they to are. you and yeah. so many people. And they give you kind of tips. And, and it was really, uh, it snuck up on you, as, uh, on me certainly, as, right. as, a, as a master class. Because, you know, Marty... They would talk about note giving. It would always be very sly and, and yeah. instructive, and and you wouldn't even realize he'd given you. It was kind of zen in a way, very in my zen. experience. The zen of Marty and Elaine. Like they're letting you know something, but they're not letting you know. They're letting you know something. Totally. And, and they and they were patient. Like yeah. if you didn't get it the first time, they didn't care. No, no, they'd no, give no. you the same freaking information the next night. Oh, that's just it. They just said as long as you show up. Yeah, that's what they care about. Yeah, like and how you do if the you're work. trying, yeah, yeah, and and, uh, if, and you're, if your efforts there, I guess is a better way. Totally, to say it. because invariably, yeah. what would happen, and this was like almost seven years ago, um, I started showing up certainly on every Tuesday and some Thursdays, and then they, you know, once they kind of trust you, yeah. they said come for the big mm -hmm. nights, Friday, Saturday, and you know you can get up for a set or two, which yeah. is huge because you're working, you know, standing room only yep. room and yep. um and sometimes the crowds could be amazing. Yeah, and, and they'll have you do four and they'll do one and two and then they'll have you do yeah. four and you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. there is a bit of a mix too. Well, and what I'm sure you realize and a lot of singers in that room realize too is that there are a lot of great songs to sing and they certainly know them all. Right. But structuring your sets, your little runs of yeah. three and four songs yeah. becomes as as uh, crucial and critical uh, as as getting up there and singing them well. And, yeah, and ballads related. are tough. I tried some. Yeah, and figuring out what works for that that room. Yeah, um, because it it's it, you got to cut through. So yeah. there's great jazz songs that you know you can sneak in at at five to one when it's a little more mellow. Yeah. But um, you realize, oh, that's that's not going to it ain't working. No, man. and it's not any slight to the song or right. Martin Elaine. It's or the room. It's it's, it's the it's yeah. just not potent enough. And what I've found great pleasure in in doing, as as have you, is finding those songs that might not be the fly me to the moons because those are some of the least interesting songs for right. me to sing. Right. Um, but if you can find those songs like a cry me a river, that's or a, even a kick a out of one. you, yeah. that people might kind of know in passing. Yeah. Um, and then but, you can do what you want with it too, without someone telling you, you know, <laughs> you're doing. Here's Frank. the way it's supposed <laughs> to be done, or you know. Yeah, it, it it's true. It's an amazing um, experience. I I mean, I I wouldn't be singing today if Elaine hadn't 
prompted me to sing with them. And, and it took it, her like two years to talk me uh, into it. No, well, this is I it. Think, they, they see something in you yeah. and, and even in me and so many of those singers yeah. that, that long before we, we get around to, yeah. you know. She's, she's, a, she's, a, she's like an empath is what I always say. She's <laughs> she a bit of a mystic empath. and a bit of a... She's like a, a whisperer. Yeah. A, a, a jazz whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's uh, they, they both are, and uh, I know when I when I step not only for my own shows, but when I uh, every time I step into the recording studio to work on a new project, um, single or album, um, I've gotten better, and I know that that's because yeah, I've, I've uh, been out there doing it and and figuring out what's authentic, what's not. I mean, obviously, the way you sing. Uh, in a studio, you know, for for that kind of recording is right. maybe a little different than cutting through a lounge. Right. But but the uh, but at the core, you you want to capture your essence and make sure that that is ringing true. And, yeah. And uh, and also just vocalizing, just uh, it's it's getting on that horse, doing it, doing it three nights a week, or yeah. you know, I'm at three nights a week, and uh, I think you might actually even do more sometimes. Sometimes, some yeah. There there during. Uh, Kind of 2013 through 2016, I was there probably four a nights a week. Yeah. You're kind of like their Gordon was their son for a while. <laughs> yeah. Gordon Bash yeah, was an amazing a lot of bass adopted, player. Uh, yeah. Now you're the the the, the current son. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which yeah. is cool. You know, I I don't know if I ever told you the it's reason. One of the reasons I really like Marty and Elaine mm. is in 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 a way that Marty reminds me a lot of my dad. I mean, they're not oh, a lot right? alike yeah. in yeah. some ways. Yeah, but some of his overall tone and yeah. essence. Yeah. And maybe it's because they're from the same generation. I don't know. It could be, yeah. yeah but yeah. in Hollywood, I haven't found too many. Like, he he, he gives me, like, a Christmas present every yeah. year. Usually it's money. <laughs> like, he, a, like a good uncle, yeah. yeah Just and he, a like, lot of cash. <laughs> but the way it unfolds is, like, that, yeah. like you have to respect him. Oh, it's... Because it's, he's like, hey, John, I, I really, you know, I want you to... Uh, and uh, he... Uh, you're like, dude, you're, unbelie- you're unbelievable, yeah. like... People aren't like this anymore. No, no he. It's, uh, and he, I mean, Elaine. It prompted me to sing, basically. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's she's incredible for uh, for being such a, a champion to to everyone who comes through that door. Yeah. Like people I, who have come in once, yeah. you know, she treats with the same level of enthusiasm because she and, wants everyone to win at this beautiful art form that she practices, yeah. and she knows that if if the young generation and it you know, goes on. Uh, doesn't pick it up. Isn't you know supported. Yeah. Uh, it it won't die. But but uh, she she can't live with that. Yeah. You <laughs> which know, it's, which is uh, it's true. It's beautiful. There's a funny thing that happened to me. I remember telling my wife. I go. She goes. She goes. Hey, did you get to sing tonight? I go. Yeah. It was pretty early on. And she goes. Well, how'd you do? And I go. Well, the audience could care less tonight. You know. And it, and I don't. I don't expect them. To pay attention. I mean, it is a bar, and that's another thing. Marty and Lane walk this fine line of gaining just a little attention and still leaving it a bar. I that's mean, it's true. artful beyond belief. Yeah, it's not a showroom. Right. It's still very right. much, but it's not background. Right. So any know? given night, yeah. it, it's part that. Like, you might have a big birthday party, and, and those people just really want to talk to each other. Yeah. They don't really want to hear yeah. anyone sing. The film premiere parties are always uh, hard to be up against, but invariably there are those pockets of people who are... Totally, and, yeah. and came there yeah. to see it. And and even if you're working for three people, 
exactly it should be enough exactly well, it is enough but on this night i remember it, <laughs> it was just a, a dead audience <laughs> and it was one of the first ones oh. that i encountered right oh yeah which is uh, and it's horrific yeah. feeling and my yeah. wife asked me and so i go yeah well the audience didn't really seem to care right i said but elaine told me that i was one of the best singers she ever heard and i think she was kind of like I'm not sure that's exactly how she said it. That's so nice, yeah. And she said, and she she corrected it kind of to explain it to me. And she said, because you sing from your heart. So she wasn't oh. saying, she wasn't saying I was technically like the best singer. Sure, but that's not the point. But she was saying <laughs> that, this is what I took from it. I, yeah. I, I shouldn't speak for her, but it made me feel really good. Yeah. She was saying, John, it, when you sing, you really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And I told my, when I was telling my wife this story, I go, that, that's all that mattered. I go, you know, that lady made me feel so good about what I did. Right. You know, and so, ha like, I thought if I was going to impress anyone in that room with what I was doing, I would yeah. certainly want it to be Marty or Elaine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And maybe the bass player at that night. <laughs> yeah. And maybe the horn. But, you know, the musicians yeah. that are actually doing it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So it was so cool. No, no, that, and that, it, uh, that feeds you. That 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 like reups your contract with with yourself. Yeah, and, I might not have with, kept going if she and she. I think that's the trick with her is she knows what to feed people. Totally, and it's all real. She, yeah, they will not blow no. smoke, as she says. No. It's too important. Yeah. Um, so you're getting a very honest but supportive assessment. Very different from the people in the dining room. Yeah, that we've encountered. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true. But it um, it's pretty cool that uh, uh, that we get to ride that wave with yeah. them. You know? you know what I just noticed? Marley, my kid's dog, has been snoring the whole time. We've been <laughs> we, we, we've so lulled. We bored the hell out of Marley. <laughs> and I've just, I just thought, wow, someone's oh, going to think God. my stomach's grumbling. Yeah, someone's yeah. going to think your stomach's no, no, grumbling. We just had our one audience yeah. member not off. Yeah. So that's wow, good. Marley, what you doing there, buddy? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I get out the spinning like, plates. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah just get leave the me unicycle alone. out, John. <laughs> <laughs> for act two. <laughs> She's giving me the evil dog eye now. Um. Wow, I think we, we've covered a lot. Is there something that you'd like to talk about that you can think of? No, you know, uh, gosh, yeah. It's always it's always a pleasure chat with yeah. you. It's so easy. I mean, but, I'm going to have you back, and we're going to... Oh, gonna, yeah. Yeah, only I'm not going to have you back here yeah, because be this mobile, is baby. my last show at home base. Well, I feel very privileged to yeah. have... Uh, we have to lift it up. Dechristened. Christened yeah. the last, you know, yeah. I guess sending you off. Sending yeah, you I off. Have to put uh, it all, I have to load it all onto my motorcycle. That's, that's going to be the trick. That's going to be really cool. Yeah. I don't know if the light's going to fit. <laughs> You'll make it work. Exactly. Anyone can make it work. No, it's it's been uh, it's been such a pleasure, man. It uh, The Dresden's special place. It is. And uh, anyone who uh, who hasn't experienced it uh, must, Definitely must go once because it's, it's hard to even describe. I mean, yeah. people see the photos and, and, you know, seeing swingers certainly gives you that aspect. But um, to kind of see these people 25 years years almost beyond swingers still yeah. doing it with the same verve and vigor um it's amazing it's pretty cool it's and, amazing uh, and i know it's it's made me better as uh as a performer yeah. and uh well you are quite gifted i think uh, with your voice you're and, very uh, sweet there John. well i'm pitching you man and, <laughs> I know. and we should Plug definitely it. remind oh, people yeah, one plug, more time yeah. where you can be found sure yeah you you can find me on instagram at uh the matt forbes and uh all my music is under my name um on spotify yeah youtube apple music itunes title yeah. um 
and uh, Amazon if you want to buy old school physical CDs. But, Fantastic. Uh, yeah, we have a lot uh, a lot of stuff coming. Some Valentine's Day uh, Ooh, a single romance. coming up. Yeah, a little romance. Nice. So, yeah, we'll just keep fighting that good fight. Very cool, Matt. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, John. You bet, brother. All right. Yeah, that was great, buddy. Hey there, this is John. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Mobile Radio Carnival here at the CEF.World. I also want to say, hey, thanks, Matt, for being on the show. 